Welcome back to In Ohio Country Today. I'm Big Deanne Wilson, and this week our feature story is with Leah Curtis. She's the Policy Council and Senior Director of Member Engagement for the Ohio Farm Bureau Federation. We're going to be talking about the recent ruling by the U.S. Supreme Court against the EPA regarding WOTUS. That's the waters of the United States. We're going to be talking about that case, how it affects farmers throughout the nation, and especially here in the Buckeye State. We'll have that story and more this week in Ohio Country Today. Rodak and Midway Trailers are Ohio's premier Thunder Creek dealers for fuel trailers and death delivery systems. Thunder Creek offers versatile, reliable, and best of all legal transportation and handling for fuel and death systems. Let us know how our teams at Midway Trailers in Rodak can get you set up and ready any time of the year for fuel and service trailers, economy trailers, service and lube trailers, double wall trailers, split tank trailers, bulk death trailers, and standalone death systems for trucks. Remember, Rodok and Midway Trailers, Ohio's premier Thunder Creek dealer, with three locations to serve you in Delphus, St. Mary's, and Dayton. Hi, I'm Alan Davis, and here at Alan Davis Insurance, we strive to be your solutions provider. As a business owner and an active farmer, I know the challenges firsthand that you face to run your business and your farm. Give us a call, 419-738-7447 for your auto, home, life, farm, commercial, crop, and financial services. Or check us out on the web at allendavisinsurance.com. Beat Mother Nature with a new bale wrapper from Anderson at your local Apple Farm Service. Quickly wrap a single bale with seven different models of single bale wrappers. Or move down the line with five models of inline wrappers. Start to finish, stay in your cab with the in-cab controls. Round or square, there's a bale wrapper for you with Anderson. Stop by your local Apple Farm Service to learn more. Welcome back to In Ohio Country Today. Big Dan Wilson alongside Aaliyah Curtis. Well, actually, in a Zoom meeting right here. Leah, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Leah is the Policy Council and Senior Director of Member Engagement for the Ohio Farm Bureau. We were on the air last time with Leah at the annual meeting back in the fall of 22. And uh, at that time, we talked a little bit about WOTUS the waters of the United States. And there's been a few changes since then. But before we talk a little bit about WOTUS, uh, let's remind our viewing audience and our listening audience uh, who you are and what you do at the Ohio Farm Bureau. Sure. So as you said, uh, my title and policy counsel and senior director of member engagement. And so in that role, I advise our um, policy department as to all of our advocacy uh, from a legal sense. I also oversee our legal advocacy. So when we file in uh, court cases like this WOTUS case, um, I oversee that action uh, and oftentimes I'm drafting or working through what the briefs or different motions are that we'll send. Uh, and then I also work with a team that does a lot of member engagement. So many of our members call in with different questions about legal topics, utility topics, uh, things happening on their farm. And we try to give them as much information as we can and try to assist them uh, getting connected with whoever may be able to help them if we can. Leah, let's talk about all the participants in this particular litigation, if you will. And uh, who actually presented this uh, to the Supreme Court? So this case started with um, the Sackets. They are a couple, uh, I believe their home is in Idaho. They they would 
like to build a home on a lake there. Um, this is actually the second time that they have been to the U.S. Supreme Court on an issue related to WOTUS. Um, and so at this point, they were arguing that the delineation that was done through the EPA and the Army Corps of Engineers that there was a wetland on their property um, was not appropriate and that even if there was a wetland, it would not be covered by the Clean Water Act. Uh, and, and really, at the end of the day, they were trying to build their home. They were trying to build a, a home that they could live in there on that lake. You know, basically, as far as the the uh, uh, court case, if you will, how long has this been in litigation? Um, this has been in litigation for years. So like I said, this is the second time that this situation has been to the Supreme Court itself. Um, I believe that would have been back, um, you know, kind of right at around 2010, that time frame. Oh, I'm not wow. sure the exact date. Um, so, you know, this isn't a lot of litigation. And you have to remember to get to the Supreme Court, that means you've gone through a district court, an appeals court, the it Supreme Court accepted your case, then they've heard it, then they've issued an opinion. So it is definitely a very long process to get to this point. And they've done it twice. <laughs> well, let's talk specifics now. Uh, why don't you explain to the audience what, once again, what the waters of the United States uh through the EPA's uh, mandate or through their oversight, if you will, I don't know how else to describe that, and how it's kind of been on the table, off the table, on the table again. Sure. So we start with the Clean Water Act. The Clean Water Act, you know, governs a lot of different aspects of environmental law with dealing with water. And one of those is that there are certain things that you can and cannot do in what are called waters of the United States. So since about 2015, we've gone back and forth about what does that term waters of the United States mean? Um, the law doesn't give a great definition, which means that enable to enforce it, EPA, the Army Corps of Engineers, have to come up with a more precise definition that can be used. Um, this has already been in litigation historically through the Supreme Court a number of times. And unfortunately, in the past, those decisions that were made by the U.S. Supreme Court did not create really clear definitions. Um, what we've been working off for a number of years was a decision called the Rapanos decision. And in that, uh, there was no majority decision. And Justice Kennedy's opinion had said, wetlands in particular are covered if there's a significant nexus with the water of the United States. So we've been trying to figure out what does that exactly mean? So in 2015, there was a WOTUS rule that tried to define what are waters of the United States. Uh, eventually that went through litigation. Um, courts struck that down. Uh, then the Trump administration had a WOTUS rule that eventually went through litigation. Uh, that also had issues. And then the Biden administration has done another new rule here this year. Um, that was all happening as these, this Supreme Court case was also pending. Um, so we've gone back and forth a number of times about what does it mean to be a waters of the United States? And that's important because you may need a permit. You may need to do certain types of things before you can do things like build a building or a home or a business or do mining. Um, having that clear guidance is really important. And so that's why it's, it's so important to have that definition, have some clarity there. You know, when we talk about what they what they recently did at the Supreme Court with regards to reaffirming the limits, it 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 says to me that at some point there are certain reaches by the EPA that they can enforce. 
but what it does is it keeps them from overreaching. Is is that how you could best describe that maybe? Yeah. So I think what the Supreme Court has done in this decision is they've provided a really clear test. And so there's still going to have to be rules made. There's still going to be those definitions. Um, but now we all we all kind of get to work from the same playbook, right? We're all We've got this basis that we can work from as those things are getting developed. We know the Supreme Court has now said this is when wetlands are covered. These are some things we expect to see for a waters of the United States under the Clean Water Act. And so now the EPA will go from there and address those in a rule. So you talk about a playbook. Is it the responsibility of each incoming administration to create the plays in the playbook or eliminate some of those plays? Why don't you describe what that playbook is? So I think with Waters in the United States, there's just been so much back and forth, particularly because of the court decisions about what do those words mean and what, you know, it's been a a very unclear test. So we have seen attempts, you know, now by the last three administrations to to try to solidify it. Certainly nobody has to, you know, it's not like every administration had to go through and change it. But um, because of the disruptions of the courts, the way those uh, rules that they were proposed or were put in place, and then the courts, how they dealt with them, they kind of had to come up with something, you know, there has to be something there. So we have seen it, you know, through these last three administrations do this back and forth and back and forth. Um, You know, hopefully we have this kind of basis from the Supreme Court and hopefully that can create, um, you know, a more standard rule that can kind of stand the test of time. We know, of course, working with the Ohio Farm Bureau Federation and uh, various other organizations, how it impacts our farmers and our producers. But let's talk about the, the broader spectrum here it's a ruling like this is more than uh, just affecting our farmers and ranchers and producers out there. It can affect every family that has any kind of wastewater or rainwater that goes into a waterway that then eventually spills into something like uh, Lake Erie. Yeah. So, I mean, keep in mind, this case is based on a couple that wants to build a house. So this is not, you know, this is not a farm. This is not, um, you know, a business or mining. The people involved in this case were, they were were looking to build a home. Um, And so, you know, the Clean Water Act says, particularly we talk a lot about dredge and fill. You can't dredge and fill in waters of the United States. Well, that can happen in a lot of different activities. So it's important for people in building, in industries, in farming. And like you said, it could just be a regular homeowner that does, you know, certain type of work on their property um, that can easily get kind of swept up in this. So having that clear guidance and having clear information is really important so that people can know, you know, what they need to do. What do you see moving forward in in this particular uh, situation? So um, as I said, I think from here, we uh, we had that by and the rule uh, proposed by the Biden administration's EPA, um, that's actually currently on hold in about 26 states, including the state of Ohio, um, you know, due to lawsuits that have been filed over it. We now have this Supreme Court case that has given us an opinion. And, and a lot of, you know, I would anticipate that that rule that had been uh, put in place is going to need to be revised because it's based on a, a different premise than what the court has provided in this opinion. So, you know, we're moving forward. We're going to see uh, probably some more rules developed. Um, rule development is always a, a process as well. You know, there's notice and comment. 
there's public comments coming in. Um, so, you know, I wouldn't say we're done, <laughs> we're done today with, you know, what, what is WOTUS. Um, but as I said before, we're, we're going to be working from the basis of the Supreme Court opinion, which is a good, strong basis and foundation for that future rulemaking. Now, again, getting back to our farmers, our ranchers and our producers out there, what else do we need to do? What else uh, besides supporting uh, people like you and the Ohio Farm Bureau Federation in defending uh, those producers, ranchers and farmers out there? What else can we do as a general public to uh, protect ourselves from this overreach by the government in the future? I think it's always most important, you know, to be aware, to know what's happening. And, you know, I always we joke in our office sometimes that, you know, things that make lawyers like me excited don't make other people excited. So this is a big deal to me. You know, Um, my phone was like blowing up all day when this opinion came out. But, you know, these are the types of things that it's good to be aware of. It's good to um, keep in mind. And, you know, one thing that we always encourage our Farm Bureau members and is a big part of what we do is connecting those members with their lawmakers um, at all levels, be that local, state, or federal. And having those connections, um, you know, making those connections with your lawmakers, letting them know how you feel about things is always a good idea. And that always helps to, you know, make sure that we are getting good policy uh, at all levels of government. Leah Curtis, Policy Council and Senior Director of Member Engagement, for our Ohio Farm Bureau Federation. Leah, thanks again for joining us. If people want uh, more information or maybe to get your opinion on a few things, uh, why don't you give them your contact information here? So they can always check out our website um, we, uh, where we post kind of all of my articles and different um, information from our team about all these types of topics. And they can always reach out through their local county Farm Bureau as well. Uh, and we're always happy to help with any information that people need. And that website is OFBF.org. That's OFBF.org. And we'll have a link to that at our website, as always, at inohiocountry.com. Leah, thanks again for joining us. Thank you. And we'll be back with more In Ohio Country today right after this. Our farm department is committed to providing ag professionals the products, coverages, and peace of mind needed to run a successful operation. With our home office located in the heart of farm country, many of us have first-hand experience when it comes to farming, and we know how to take out the risk. Under one policy, we can provide total protection of your investment, from your home and barns, to your equipment and livestock. We also provide an outstanding equine coverage, from a homeowner with a single horse, to a professional breeder, and everything in between. Come join us and experience the Salina difference. Salina Insurance Group. For more information, be sure to check them out on the web at salinainsurance.com. That's salinainsurance.com. It's a humble idea. Use a biological process to turn a plant into a power source. From that idea came the first Poet Refinery. One biorefinery in one town turned into 27 facilities in 27 towns, creating new local jobs, producing hundreds of millions of gallons of ethanol, and providing renewable products around the world. Suddenly, that one little idea seems a whole lot bigger. See the world differently with Poet. Devin Dye from Dye Real Estate Land Company, your area leader in land auctions, invites you to another great land auction opportunity. 61 acres in Rush Township, 
located in Champaign County, offered in three tracks. Track 2 is 18 plus acres, a beautiful track that includes partial woods, offering a variety of developing options. Track 3 is a little over three-tenths of an acre, perfect for residential development. And Track 1, the largest of the three tracks at 42 acres. And once again, combined with the other two tracks, offers you 61 total acres. Don't miss this great land auction opportunity, July 18th at the Woodruff Farm, 3143 East U.S. Highway 36 in Urbana, Ohio. Online bidding is also available. Die Real Estate and Land Company is your area leader in land auctions. For more information, go to dierealestate.com. That's dierealestate.com. The Ag Biotechnology Academy is hosted for teachers who teach bioscience principles in their classroom. Learn about the latest seed research, the impact of environmental issues and sustainability, learn biology and chemistry labs, as well as network with industry experts and tour facilities around the state of Ohio. Teachers receive free classroom materials and hotel and food costs are sponsored by the Ohio Soybean Council and DuPont Pioneer. Ashland graduate credit is available for this workshop. Teachers will be taught introduction to gel electrophoresis, basic micropipetting, as well as new food science labs and hear from industry experts. Visit GrowNextGen.org for more information on the Ag Biotechnology Academy. Don't miss this unique opportunity for professional development and networking. Your outdoor fun starts today at Dad's Toy Shop in downtown Wapakoneta. Whether you're an enthusiastic RC hobbyist or searching for a great family gift, we have the best remote control land, air, and watercraft with parts and service you can depend on. Our experienced team and our great wall of parts will keep you cruising all year long with batteries and chargers too. Your outdoor fun starts today at Dad's Toy Shop in downtown Wapakoneta. Your one-stop shop for all your hobby needs. Bushida Creek Steaks, naturally delicious, antibiotic, and hormone-free. From fresh, grass-and-grain-fed, free-to-roam cattle, Bushida Creek is a family-owned and operated 210-acre free-range ranch right here in Ohio. And we take the time to custom-fit your order to exactly what you want for steaks, roasts, hamburger, pet treats, gifts, freezer boxes, and much more. Check us out on the web at BushidaCreekSteaks.com. That's BushidaCreekSteaks.com. Hi, this is Kent Holmes, Marketing Manager at Apple Farm Service here at the Covington location, speaking with Mike Linky. Mike is the Field Product Specialist with Echo as your truck and product show. And Mike joined us here, um, and uh, we thought we'd stop you for a little interview. So I guess, Mike, to start off with, what, what do you do with Echo? I work for uh, Golden Eagle, the major distributor nationally for Echo. And I cover five states from Michigan, Ohio, New York, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. And my main mission is to go out and demonstrate Echo to major users, golf courses, municipalities, school systems, and landscapers, and let them know how great Echo is, how long it's going to last, 
and how much money they can make and save with Echo and have them come into the um, retailer such as yourself and buy Echo. We want to drive business into your store and have them buy the product. Well, of course, we appreciate that, Mike, and we appreciate all the miles you put on your vehicle and, and, and what you do, and um, we're glad we grabbed you today. Uh, talk a little bit about Echo. Of course, some of you might be familiar with the Echo. It's, um, lots of products that you remember, especially their chainsaw and their, their, their weed, weed, weed eaters, because, um, gosh, Echo's been around since one, since quite a while. What's the history of Echo? Since the late 40s, they came over from Japan. American businessmen uh, were in Japan and noticed that they were fertilizing fruit farms with a blower and said we can use that in America for other products not only for fertilizing but they used it in California for blowing debris off of sidewalks and driveways and landscapers started using the blowers for that and Kioris came to America and started Echo. Well, that's an interesting fact. If you didn't know that blowers used to be used and probably still are used here and there for fertilizing fruit, I did not know that. So if you've been to Apple Farm Service, uh, you've probably noticed some of the Echo displays we have. And you might remember from a kid, Echo, oh, it's a chainsaw and a weed eater and a blower. But, uh, man, there's there's quite a bit out there. So what all does, does Echo make now? Right now, we have the biggest and the baddest in the backpack blowers. It's the largest, most powerful backpack blower in the world the PB9010T and they're sold at any of our distributors or any of our dealers nationwide and it is uh, 4 newtons more powerful than anything out there and 1100 CFM a cubic foot per minute and when you're talking about blowers uh, one thing uh, some companies might do is talk about the speed of the air that comes out of the blower you don't want to do that because you can blow through a straw at 400 miles an hour and you're not going to get much work done. It's not going to move much debris off of your uh, farm or out of your driveway. You want to talk about the amount of air that's coming through the tube. And that's, that's the key when talking about blowers. And this one is over 1100 CFM, but it's only 25 pounds on your back. And it also cools your back as you're working and that makes it a phenomenal piece of equipment to own. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and another thing too you have here, you have some chainsaws, and I know chainsaws, um, but small but mighty is from what I've heard from Echo. So I guess explain that, because I've heard that and people say, oh, well, Echo, it's small but mighty. The, the amount of power you get out of an Echo engine, especially in our smaller saws, our, our pruning saws, our one-handed saws, are unmatched in the industry. Um, our X model or X series, uh, anything you see with an Echo X on it is the top of the line in each category. And our X series saws are unmatched in the category. Yeah, yeah. And, and one thing that, that I have to ask um, when people are shopping around for their, their lawn and garden products, especially like for Echo, what, why, why should they choose from a local dealer like Apple Farm Service? When you buy it from a dealer, not only is it assembled and run and tested, you make sure it starts on the first or second pool. Uh, you have some place to go back to and ask questions and get it serviced. And a lot of dealers will service their products first that they sell. And I think that has uh, great value in it. I want to know who I can talk to about my 
purchase down the road. And Echo Equipment has a two-year commercial warranty and a five-year residential warranty. Not 90 days, not one year. You'll have that for five years before you have anything to worry about. So bring it back to Apple and, and talk to you guys and see what you can help them with. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. You don't see five-year warranty on, on small engine equipment really much at all for small engines. And um, um, Apple Farm Service is a full-service dealer, and so we do send uh, at least one or two technicians every year to get factory trained so that way if there's new products out, we know, already know how to work on them. We know all about if there's any um, warranty work, how to, how to get that through and get that done for you. And another thing, too, is that when you do purchase from Apple Farm Service, we're going to go ahead and warranty register it for you. So there's no worries out the door that if something happens, that you can just bring it right back and we're going to be able to help, help you out with that one. Well, Mike Linky with uh, Echo here and in Ohio Country today, and we'll be right back after these short messages. St. Mary's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram is your certified agriculture dealership. Every qualifying vehicle you buy, you receive farm and ranch discounts and rebates worth thousands of dollars absolutely free. AgPack is a powerful package designed to help increase your profitability. See Dave Hager and get the AgPack advantage. You get straight talk, real service, and the right price. St. Mary's Chrysler. Hi, I'm Alan Davis, and here at Alan Davis Insurance, we strive to be your solutions provider. As a business owner and an active farmer, I know the challenges firsthand that you face to run your business and your farm. Give us a call, 419-738-7447, for your auto, home, life, farm, commercial, crop, and financial services. Or check us out on the web at allendavisinsurance.com. Made locally, made strong, and made to save you time. Norden Manufacturing, available at your local Apple Farm Service. Made in Ohio, Norden's lineup of accumulators and bale wrappers make hay collection fast with less machine hours, less fuel, and less manpower. Drop and stack four to 18 bales at a time quickly with the accumulator grabber combo. Visit your local Apple Farm Service to learn more. That's going to do it for this week's edition of In Ohio Country Today. I'm Big Dan Wilson, and our radio program, our TV show, and our podcast are all designed to offer news and information about the agricultural industry. Here in the Buckeye State, we celebrate farming and farming families. And for more information, check us out on the web at inohiocountry.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and any of your favorite podcast stations. And once again, don't miss our award-winning TV show, seen weekly on a station near you. Once again, check us out on the web at inohiocountry.com. That's inohiocountry.com. Have a good day, everybody.